Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. And as always, I'm your host, David, and we are continuing our series on deity. And I have made the decision um, to continue with our Olympian theme. So we talked about Hecate briefly, even though she's not an Olympian per se, she is um, a Greek goddess and she is a child of Zeus. And then we talked about Hera. And last week, we talked about Zeus himself. So continuing through the Olympian deities, this week we will be discussing Poseidon, um, who was obviously an Olympian as well, and he was the god of the sea, the storms, earthquakes, and horses. So in pre-Olympian Bronze Age Greece, Poseidon was venerated as a chief deity at Pylos and Thebes. He also had the cult's title Earthshaker. In the myths of isolated Arcadia, he is related with Demeter and Persephone, and he was venerated as a horse. However, it seems that he was originally a god of the waters. He is often regarded as the tamer of horses and the father of horses, and with the strike of his trident, he created springs, which are also related to the word horse. His Roman equivalent is, of course, the god Neptune. So, Poseidon was the protector of seafarers and of many Hellenic cities and colonies. Homer and Hesiod suggest that Poseidon became lord of the sea following the defeat of his father Cronus when the world was divided by lot among his three sons. Zeus, of course, was given the sky, Hades the underworld, and Poseidon the sea, with the earth and Mount Olympus belonging to all three. In Homer's Iliad, Poseidon supports the Greeks against the Trojans during the Trojan War, and in the Odyssey, during the sea voyage from Troy back to Ithaca, the Greek hero Odysseus provokes Poseidon's fury by blinding his son, the Cyclops Polyphemus, resulting in Poseidon punishing him with storms, the complete loss of his ship and companions, and a 10-year delay. Petty. We feel that. Poseidon is also the subject of a Homeric hymn. In Plato's Timaeus and Critias, the legendary island of Atlantis was Poseidon's domain. So, Athena became the patron goddess of the city of Athens after a competition with Poseidon, and he remained on the Acropolis in the form of a surrogate, Erechtheus. After the fight, Poseidon sent a monstrous, uh, a monstrous flood to the Attic plain to punish the Athenians for choosing Athena over him. Again, petty. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the origin of Poseidon's name. So, the earliest attested occurrence of his name, which was Pasadonwene corresponded to Pasadonos in Mycenaean dialect of Greek, and this meant Earthshaker. The origins of Poseidon in its modern form are unclear, but one theory breaks it down to an element meaning husband or lord, which is Posis in Greek. Another element meaning earth, which meaning da, and producing something like lord or spouse of the earth. This would link him with Demeter. Um, that's one theory. Another more likely theory interprets the second element as related to the Doric word for water, which was dawan. The Proto-Indo-European da, which meant water or running and flowing, and the Sanskrit word danu, meaning flood, drop, or dew. And also they give evidence of this in names of rivers with the Danube River being one example. This would be Poseidon, meaning master of waters. So it seemed that Poseidon was originally a god of the waters. There's also the possibility that the word has a pre-Greek origin. Plato, in his dialogue Cratylus, gives two traditional etymologies. Either the sea restrained Poseidon when walking as a foot bond, or that he knew many things. And he gives both of those explanations as being origins of the name Poseidon. 
at least a few sources deem Poseidon as pre-Hellenic. Um, the word Pelagasian considered to be an Indo-European etymology. The name of the Frisian and Scandinavian god Phocite or Forseti, who is venerated on the island of Heligoland, may also have derived from Poseidon. And according to the German uh, philosopher Hans Kuhn, the German form Phocite is linguistically identical to Greek Poseidon. Roman altars dedicated to Poseidon have also been found in the middle of the Rhine area of what is now Germany. So, um, surviving clay tablets, if they can be trusted, the name Poseidon occurs with a greater frequency than Zeus. A feminine variant, Poseidia, is also found, indicating a lost consort goddess, in effect the precursor to what we now know as Amphitrite, who is Poseidon's wife. Poseidon carries frequently the title Wanax, which means king of the underworld, which likely is referring to there being a Nothic or underworld aspect to Poseidon, although that's not that uncommon because most uh, Greek deities had an underworld aspect to them. In the cave of Amnisos in Crete, in Sidon is related to the cult of Aletheia, the goddess of childbirth. She was related with the annual birth of the divine child. During the Bronze Age, a goddess of nature dominated in both Minoan and the Mycenaean cults, and Wanaxa was her male companion, which of course was one possible theory as being the origin of the name Poseidon. It is also possible that Demeter appears in the inscription as well, but that interpretation is not clear. In the Arcadian myths, the illuminating exception is the archaic and localized myth of the stallion Poseidon and the mare Demeter is isolated and very conservative. Arcadia, noted by Pausanias as having fallen to destitute, the stallion Poseidon pursues the mare Demeter, and from their union, they give birth to the, forest, uh, the first horse, Arion, and a daughter, uh, Despoina, who obviously had the shape of a mare as well. The violated Demeter was Demeter Aeneas, and in Arcadia, Demeter's mare form was worshipped well into historical times. At what point they moved away from these horse figures into the god and goddess as we know them today is not super clear, but in at least the Arcadia region, they were worshipped in the form of horses. Okay, so let's talk about Poseidon's origins. It seems the Arcadian myth is related with the first Greek-speaking people who entered the region during the Bronze Age. Their religious beliefs were mixed with the beliefs of the indigenous population. It's possible that the Greeks did not bring with them other gods, except perhaps Zeus, Eos, and Diodoscori. The horse was related with the water element and with the underworld. Poseidon appearing as a horse, which is the river spirit of the underworld, it usually happens in Northern European folklore and is not unusual in Greece either. Um, and again, Poseidon Wanax is the male companion of the goddess of nature who is thought to be Demeter. So Poseidon was the major civic god of several cities, in Athens, he was second only to Athena in importance. And while in Corinth, in many cities of Magna Graecia, he was considered the chief god of all of the Greeks. In his benign aspect, Poseidon was seen as creating new islands and offering calm seas. When offended or ignored, though, he supposedly struck the ground with his trident and caused chaotic springs to come up. He caused earthquakes, drownings, and shipwrecks. And sailors would pray to Poseidon for a safe voyage. And sometimes they would even drown horses as a sacrifice. So again, even though he was only worshipped um, in one area as being a horse himself, his association with horses was commonplace. According to a fragmentary papyrus scroll, 
Alexander the Great paused at the Syrian seashore before the Battle of Isis, and he resorted to prayer, invoking Poseidon, for whom he offered a four-horse chariot to be cast into the waves as a sacrifice. According to Pausanias, Poseidon was the caretaker of the oracle at Delphi before Apollo took over. Apollo and Poseidon worked closely in many realms. In colonization, for example, Delphic Apollo provided the authorization to go out and settle, while Poseidon watched over the colonists on their way and provided the water for the foundation sacrifice. Xenophon's Anabasis described a group of Spartan soldiers from 400 to 399 BCE singing to Poseidon a paean, a kind of hymn usually sung for Apollo. And like Dionysus, who inflamed the Maenads, Poseidon also caused certain forms of mental disturbance. A Hippocratic text of about 400 BCE on the sacred disease says that Poseidon was usually blamed for epilepsy. And of course, Poseidon is still worshipped today in modern Hellenic religion, and so are many other Greek gods. The worship of the Greek gods is recognized by the Greek government since only 2017. Officially, that is. So, like most other deities, Poseidon has many epithets associated with his names. The most common one, perhaps, being Enoskiton, which means earthshaker or earthshaking. Enosigaios, which means one who shakes the earth. And those two are very synonymous with each other, but the latter usually is referring to his nothic or underworld nature. In the town of Age in Nubia, he was known as Poseidon Ageus, and he had a magnificent temple built on a hill. Epithets like Pelagios, which means belonging to the sea, and sometimes he was known as Phakios, meaning full of seaweed. Kaonikis meant dark-haired or dark blue of the sea, indicate that Poseidon was regarded as holding sway over the land and the sea. Poseidon also had a close association with horses, known under the epithet Hippios, usually in Arcadia, again. He is more often regarded as the tamer of horses, but in some myths he is also the father of horses, either by uh, spilling his seed on a rock or by mating with a creature who gave birth to the first horse. He was closely related with the springs, and with the strike of his trident, he created the springs, many of which, like Hebocrini and Ganupi and Helkion, are related to the wild horse. A few other examples of Poseidon's epithets are Asphilios, meaning protector from earthquakes, Heliconios, related with the mountain Helicon, Haverios, um, related to the bull, Petraeus, related to rocks, Petorion, the promoter of vegetation or plant growth, Apoptis, meaning supervisor, Ficios, meaning seaweed, Petelemios, meaning, again, related to plant growth, and he has different other names that relates to certain genealogy of trees, and he was also known as Epictetus meaning the god worshipped on the coast. So the birth of Poseidon is also interesting and noteworthy. Poseidon was the second son of the titans Cronus and Rhea, and in most accounts he is swallowed by Cronus at birth and is later saved by Zeus along with his other siblings. However, in some versions of the story, he, like his brother Zeus, did not share the same fate as their other siblings who were eaten by Cronus. He was saved by his mother Rhea, who concealed him among a flock of lambs and pretended to have given birth to a colt, which she gave uh, Cronus to devour. And that's colt, C-O-L-T, meaning baby horse, not C-U-L-T, like colt. According to John Tzitzis, the Kaltrophos, or nurse of Poseidon, was Arnie, who denied knowing where he was when Cronus came looking for him. 
According to Diodiscipolis, Poseidon was raised by the Telkinese on Rhodes, just as Zeus was raised by the Corbantes on Crete. According to a single reference in the Iliad, when the world was divided by lots in three, Zeus received the sky, Hades the underworld, and then, of course, Poseidon the sea. So let's talk about his conflict in Athens. This is one of the better known stories of Poseidon. So Athena became the patron goddess of the city of Athens after a competition with Poseidon. Yet Poseidon remained a numinous presence on the Acropolis in the form of his surrogate, Erechtheus. At the dissolution festival at the end of the year in the Athenian calendar, the Skyra, the priest of Athena, and the priest of Poseidon would process under canopies to Eleusius. They agreed that each would give the Athenians one gift, and the Athenians would choose whichever gift they preferred. Poseidon struck the ground with his trident, and a spring sprang up. But the water was salty and not very useful. But Athena produced an olive tree. The Athenians, or their king, Kikrops, accepted the olive tree, and therefore, by extension, accepted Athena as the city's patron. For the olive tree brought wood, oil, and food. After the fight, infuriated at his loss, Poseidon sent a monstrous flood to the Attic Plain to punish the Athenians for choosing Athena over himself. The depression made by Poseidon's trident and filled with seawater was surrounded by the northern half of the Erechtheum, remaining open to the air. In cults, Poseidon was identified with Erechtheus. And Walter Burkett noted, the myth turns this into a temporal causal sequence. In his anger at losing, Poseidon led his son against Athens and killed Erechtheus. The contest of Athena and Poseidon was the subject of reliefs in the western pediment of the Parthenon, and the first sight that would have greeted their arriving visitor. This myth is construed by Robert Graves and others as reflecting a clash between the inhabitants during the Mycenaean times and newer immigrants. Athens at its height was a significant sea power and at one point defeated the Persian fleet at the Salamis Islands in a sea battle. So Poseidon's role in the war between Greece and Troy was also important. Poseidon and Apollo, having offended Zeus by their rebellion in Hera's scheme, were temporarily stripped of their divine authority and were sent to serve King Lamadon of Troy. He had them build huge walls around the city and promised to reward them well, a promise he then refused to fulfill. In vengeance, before the Trojan War, Poseidon sent a sea monster to attack Troy, and the monster was eventually killed by Heracles. And much like his brother Zeus, Poseidon was also a horned dog, and he had many affairs and many children. Poseidon was said to have had many lovers that were both men and women, and his consort was Amphitrite, a nymph and a sea goddess in her own right, the daughter of Nereus and Doris. And together, Poseidon and Amphitrite had a son named Triton, who was a merman. Poseidon was the father of many heroes, and he is thought to have fathered the famed Theseus. A mortal woman named Tyro was married to Cretheus, with whom she had a son, Aeson, but loved Anipius, a river god. She pursued Anipius, who refused her advances. One day, Poseidon, filled with lust for Tyro, disguised himself as Anipius, and from their union with the heroes Peleus and Nileus, born. Poseidon also had a affair with Elope, his granddaughter through Chirion, and his son, the king of Eleusius, begetting the Attic hero Hippothoon. Caesarion had his daughter buried alive, but Poseidon turned into a spring, Elope, near Eleusius. Poseidon rescued Amimione from a lecherous satire, and then they fathered a child, Nopolis. After having raped Caenus, Poseidon fulfilled her request and changed her into a male warrior. A mortal woman named Clado once lived on an isolated island. 
Poseidon fell in love with the human mortal and created a dwelling sanctuary at the top of a hill near the middle of the island and surrounded the dwelling with rings of water to protect her. She gave birth to five sets of boys that were twins. The first, Atlas, became the first ruler of Atlantis. And it's important to note that this Atlas is not the same Atlas um, who is the titan that holds up the sky. Not all of Poseidon's children were human. In one archaic myth, Poseidon once pursued Demeter. She spurned his advances and turned herself into a mare. Again, horse references. Um, she turned herself into a mare so that he wouldn't find her because she hid herself in a herd of horses. He saw through this deception and he turned into a stallion and captured her. Their child was a horse, Arion, which was capable of human speech. Poseidon also raped Medusa on the floor of a temple to Athena. Medusa was then changed into a monster by Athena, where she was later beheaded by the hero Perseus. And Chrysior and Pegasus emerged from her severed head. Poseidon's other children include Polyphemus, the Cyclops, and finally Elibion, Bergion, as well as the giants Otos and Elephate. And again, much like Zeus, Poseidon has many more children and lovers that I can mention, um, but I will try and cover some of the more important ones. So his wife, Amphitrite, he had the child Triton, who was the first merman, with his mother, or not, excuse me, not his mother, but the Titan Gaia. Uh, he had the sea monster Charybdis. With Aphrodite, he has Herophili and Rhodos, and with Medusa, of course, was Chrysior and Pegasus. Moving on from that, Poseidon also had some notable lovers that were men, including Nerites, Pelops, and Patroclus. So um, Poseidon is referenced often in literature and art. And in Greek art, Poseidon rides a chariot that was pulled by hippocampus, or by horses that could ride on the sea. He was associated with dolphins and three-pronged fish spears like tridents, and he lives in a palace on the ocean floor made of coral and various gems and precious stones. In the Iliad, Poseidon favors the Greeks in the war, and on several occasions takes an active part in the battle against the Trojans. However, in Book 20, he rescues Aeneas after the Trojan prince is laid low by Achilles. In the Odyssey, Poseidon is notable for its hatred of Odysseus, who blinded the god's son, Cyclops Polyphemus. The enmity of Poseidon prevents Odysseus's return. I'm sorry. The enmity. There we go. Of Poseidon. So Poseidon was pissed off for his plain English. Poseidon was angry because Odysseus blinded his son Cyclops. So Poseidon was like, "That's not cool with me." And Odysseus's return to his home was delayed by ten years. Odysseus is even told that, notwithstanding his safe return, that to placate the wrath of Poseidon will require another voyage on his part. And Aeneid, Neptune, his Poseidon's Roman equivalent, is still resentful of the wandering Trojans, but not as vindictive as Juno, who is the Roman equivalent of Hera. And in Book 1, he rescues the Trojan fleet from the goddess's attempts to wreck it, although his primary motivation for doing so is because he's annoyed at Hera or Juno. A hymn to Poseidon, included among the Homeric hymns, is a brief invocation. A seven-line introduction addresses the goddess both the mover of the earth and the barren sea, God of the deep, who is the Lord of the wide Age and the Helicon, and specifies his twofold nature as an Olympian, the tamer of horses and the savior of ships. And of course, notably, Poseidon appears in Percy Jackson and the Olympians as the father of Percy Jackson and Tyson the Zyclops. 
He also appears in the ABC television series Once Upon a Time as the guest star of the second half of season four, where he is portrayed by Ernie Hudson. In this version, Poseidon is portrayed as the father of the sea witch Ursula. Those are some facts, hopefully, about Poseidon. Hopefully, you learned something new. Hopefully, you um, came to understand the character better in a wider perspective. I hope that was helpful for you. And I will see you, of course, next week.